0: hello everyone we welcome you all to the shillong saga podcast of i am shillong introduced by the alumni committee today we have the pleasure of hosting mr bala Muthukrishnan, our fourth guest for the second season of the shillong saga welcome bala thank you allow me to introduce our listeners to our esteemed guests for this episode Mr. Bala Muthukrishnan of Amshalong. Having graduated from the batch of 2013 to 2015, 15, currently he serves as a product manager at Google, one of the leading technological giants. Bala has held various roles within Google, showcasing his versatility and expertise in the technological industry. In addition to his work at Google, he has also completed an executive marketing program at the Wharton School. During his time at Am Shillong, he served as the office bearer of the Placement Committee. He also emerged as the national winner for the L'Oreal Brandstorm and has represented India among 45 other countries in Paris. His insights and experiences are sure to provide our listeners with valuable knowledge and inspiration. We are delighted to have him on our podcast today and we look forward to learning more about his journey and the lessons he has learned along the way. Few words from your side, Bala.
1: Sure. Um, Hey, everyone. It's always great to be talking to your alma mater. in my life, the two years at I AM Shillong were one of the best. So anything to do with it, I think uh, a lot of the alumni committees that have uh, that have uh, been part of I Am Shalang, they know this. I'm more than happy to engage and this is yet another opportunity for me. Um, thank you. Thank you for having me, uh, I Am Shillong and alumni committee. I hope to have a good conversation and really the way I look at this is my uh, my chance to reach out to uh, folks who are just who have just joined the campus were there in the first year second year and and hopefully share something that something from my story that helps you all so yeah looking forward to it and thank you for having me
0: yeah that's great, Bala. It's, it'll be a pleasure to talk to you. I'm sure all our students will be delighted to get a glimpse of the journey that you have had. So we'll begin with the questions. So uh, we are MBA students and like every other MBA student, we would also want to know about your MBA life. So looking back on your MBA journey, what advice uh, would you give to somebody who is like considering pursuing an MBA themselves?
1: Yes, um, I think when you think about when you think about MBA and how I looked at it when I when I was trying to apply for different institutions in India, for me it was more of a more of a uh, you know I, I was always curious about the business world and how companies operated. So that was at the crux of why I was doing. Why I wanted to do an MBA, but a few things that I've learned along the way, which I think would be much useful if people seeded that thought in their minds before they get into B school, are some of these. I think one is go in with the mindset of learning, right? And um, and specifically, when I say learning, I don't mean to say the subjects, which of course we all have to we all have to uh, master them, ace them, learn a thing or two from them, but okay. specifically learning how to be an architect of your career right? so let me let me explain that yeah i think i think um, uh more often than not if you are uh, seeking to have a more wholesome and wholesome career and wholesome experience through through the job or jobs that you do uh, what i've seen in my experience is people who have been more deliberate are the ones who have been satisfied who are, who have learned a lot. And when I say deliberate, it could just mean that be mindful of or do that introspection to understand what is it that you're learning doing the job? What is it that you are uh, driving in terms of value to the company, to yourself, by doing that job? More often than not, you go with the flow. And before you know it, you realize that you have been in that job for a long time, not really learning new skills, not really driving as much value as you thought you would. Um, and that is where stagnation happens, and that is where people become unhappy about their jobs, right? So, the I think to me the two years in B school really I don't know how it happened, but I think it, it really got me, uh, got me being more deliberate about it, um, taking it as a positive challenge, and I think that's how that's how that's how everyone needs to be in terms of being more curious, having a more exploratory mind than what I'm The second thing that I would say is. Work on the intangibles, right? I've seen, I know a lot of people who end up coming to B school uh, with the mindset that after the two years, we all want a good job that pays enough money. Right. Sure, that is important. I'm not going to say that's not important. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's one of those things, right? Where the more you, the more you try to get that that glamorous job with a high with a high pay, you you're sort of pushing it away. Uh, because w- you're not focusing on what gets you that opportunity you are focusing on focusing on the price right so don't focus on the price focus on what gets you closer to the price and what gets you closer to the price is the a set of intangibles uh, and and the skills that you have to learn to become worthy of the price right so um, that could be that could be a bit more uh, elasticity in terms of how you adapt with people around you that could be how soon you learn the job a new job that you're into um, that could be understanding what you're good at what your strengths and weaknesses are and all those things right so the more you start thinking about this the easier it becomes for you to actually outperform in whatever job that is um, and of course it's not a two year thing right it, it's a continuous process so you yeah. want to keep going with this but but start learning how to do this um, the other thing that I would say, I think is um, build connections. Really. I cannot stress on this. I'm sure there are more less euphemistic, uh, words to explain this, like networking and whatnot. Sure. Right? But really what you want is really, what you want is you need to have connections to whom, with whom you can, you can converse, pick up a phone or send them an email or if you're going to a place where they are make, make it a point to spare that one two hour to uh, meet those uh, folks um, we all have limited time and time is always going to be scarce the more you grow up in life you will always fall short of time you're never going to have enough time um, but if you are able to spend those two years building that connection building, building the people equity that's what I call it people, you want to build that people equity so that so that you you know what your place is in the world, you know you have people to reach out to. And you don't have to look at this only from the point of view of, Hey, listen, I have these people that I know I can get something from them. Right. You don't have to look at this as a transactional relationship. In fact, don't look at this as a transactional relationship. Um, there are some things in, in life that you cannot put value to. And I think building connections is one of those things. Right. If you get some tangible outcome or value out of it, great. But I think like this goes back to my previous point, right? Focus on the intangible value a lot more than the tangible value. Um, And the last thing that I would say is that, you know, again, I know, I know it matters. B-School matters. All of you have paid uh, an expensive education fee to come here to get this education. So I I totally get it. Uh, And you want to get the most out of those two years. Just don't take it too seriously, I think. (laughs) Um, I don't remember me taking it seriously, but I think there were definitely moments where I took it seriously right which i think all of us will have yeah Uh, it a notch down enjoy it absorb it be embrace it as much as you can um you will you will have good memories and that's really what you want at the end of the day right like years down the line you wouldn't really think about um, losing a grade or two in that one course Mm -hmm. what you would really think about is sitting with your friends and having that fun conversation where you challenged each other and whatnot but that's that's how that's how you want to remember your two years. Um, So yeah, really have the mentality to grow. Um, Learn how to focus on the intangibles, understand that this is an exploratory journey, build connections.
0: So, I really like the fact that you mentioned that we should try and be the, you know, architect of our career and we should not, you know, only focus on the end goal of getting a job but rather just try to understand what gets us closer to the price rather than just focusing on the price. So that's great.
1: Um, Bala, you are also part of the placement committee at I am Shalom. So can you tell us something about the journey and how did that help you? Yes. Um, honestly, that's all I remember doing in those two years, that and maybe competition. So, um, I think I think this goes back to my undergraduation when uh, in in PSG College of Technology in, in Tamil Nadu, where I saw really good people struggling to make the most out of the job interviews that that they were um, attending. I also saw a gap in terms of how um, there were. I knew there were companies out there that that you know that could use the talent that we had in my batch. But somehow the, the, the supply and demand didn't come together, right? Like the, the, there were jobs, there were people, someone had to make sure that the companies came to campus to hire these people. Someone also had to understand, or all of us that had to understand how to prepare for those jobs, what's necessary, what, what are the soft skills that are necessary, right? And, um, and, and maybe this is much more relatable to the two of you, which is, you know, in undergraduation, I did, uh, for context, I did electronics and communication um, engineering, so not very different from a lot of people, I would think, but in that sense, I think um, what, there is a lot of focus on the hard school, electronics you want to do, mechanical or whatever, there there is a lot of focus on that. I think the key thing that that really uh, people miss out on during undergraduation, most of them I think, is the focus on how do you position yourself? How do you present yourself? Um, so I started thinking about these things, how there are companies out there that are not coming to the campus, there is a good pool of talent who were not uh, coming in touch with the jobs that are out there. There, uh, there is a need for uh, uh, all my batchmates to up level in terms of soft skills and presenting themselves. Um, this all just kept brewing in my mind and i really wanted to take an active part in this and that's why when i came here again don't ask me how but that gave me the motivation and in amshulang i realized i wanted to be in a place like uh, to the to the end that i to the extent that i actually actively tried to deprioritize academics right and i'm not saying this that everyone should do this i want to be clear mm-hmm. if people uh, some of my best friends uh, were gold medalists for academics in amshulang so i don't and this is not me prescribing this if you if anyone wants to focus on that sure right i think the key part is it goes back to what i said previously focus on what you're good at focus on what you like also try to explore what else you might be good at right because growing up i think until until you come into am sure we all would have been hyper focused on academics because there is a certain threshold of academics that everyone is expected to have performed well on so you you know, yes. you, you, you didn't come without good grades you came with good grades for sure so um and you came here because you wanted to change something about you, right? And that's that's as much of a raw thought that you have. Now, what is that something? Is, is really what you have to explore? So, to do, do do justice to that. Is is the thinking? Um, how was my experience? So, it's the best experience I've had. It's 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 something that I did willingly. Something that I really worked hard at. Something that I did with, you know how we all do take decisions and do things because we we think we have a clear path to our own satisfaction and happiness. I think that one thing, it was definitely much more centric to me only that I, I felt I, I, I got a sense of purpose. And this whole notion of the sense of purpose for me started with that two year placement committee work that I did that I could get a sense of purpose by doing things not exactly making me better but rather for the greater good right and, and I don't just to be clear I am not I'm not saying that I did I did something that no one else could have done I don't think so I think a lot of people could have done this and I don't mean to say that I did something great and you know more more utilitarian no that's also not what I'm saying definitely it gave me a sense of happiness definitely it gives me gave me a sense of fulfillment and that's why I really did it so that's that but what I realized is Maybe maybe it's a little bit about the bigger problem, right? I was looking for a big problem that that spanned multiple um, that spanned many people and not just focused on me. I think that's really what it was, and that's where I I um, I got into this. The other motivation was I was always, like I said, I was always fascinated by the corporate world and how decisions are being made to hire people. Um, if you think about it, a lot of companies, 99% of the companies today still follow the typical interview approach. right? take an interview for 45 minutes, one hour and, and see if the candidate has fitment to the job. Companies have good hires, companies have bad hires and um, people think they may like the job only to realize that that's not the job that they like. Right? So they, All these things happen out there in the real world. I was. I wanted to. I wanted to be part of it and see if I could improve it. You know, it need not be such a hit or miss kind of a thing. Um, and that's what I was trying to do. So just to wrap up that question, right? So I. I. I really enjoyed the experience. I think um, Sharap, you also asked, what did um, I learn or how it helped me? I think. Right? So, yes, bala The one motivation that I always had was, I don't know why, but two things that always kept running in my mind, apart from being marketing, I also thought I wanted to experience sales Um, and I saw the placement committee job mostly as a sales job where you are in a position to uh, sell the portfolio of uh, resumes that you have of your batch and your junior batch and your senior batch. and how best will you do it right it's it's to me it's one big lesson in negotiation because you have something that you have to offer the companies have something that they have to offer and then you just have to come to a deal on that right and how how best do you do it how do you optimize the results and that's that that's something that i i i was very fascinated by um i learned leaps and bounds um I was also in a unique position to uh, translate the expectations of the company to the batch right and I didn't realize it but I used to have experiences where people uh, some of my close friends used to talk to me more openly about hey listen this process happened but you know, things didn't work out the way they had anticipated how should they think about it and I didn't realize they were they were looking up I don't know if it's looking up, but they were they were looking to be heard. They were looking to get some inputs on how they should approach other processes, other interviews. Um, so I had to uplevel my thinking to to tell them, listen, that there is there are more opportunities out there. There is there is uh, there is a good job out there for you, right? And that's how do I tell that message? And if you think about it, I didn't have any new insight for that matter. Sure, I did know what companies might be coming but apart from that i, I didn't you know I, I, back then I, I only had two years of experience going into right. amshillang so it's not like i was in any more unique position to do this or i was an expert right. in this. i was learning uh, learning myself as i was doing this and for that matter i hadn't even gotten place for the for the most part of second year. so it's it's a unique position to up level yourself it's 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 i think a good feeling to be in a position where You are, no one is explicitly telling you, but you are expected to rise to the occasion, right? And that's what happened, and I I really like that feeling. So yeah, I think it was one of those, uh, one of those deliberate steps that I did, which I cherish even now. A couple of my friends uh, that I am still in touch with, and from I am still on, this is all we talk about sometimes, and my wife gets bored of it when I start (laughs) talking about these things, that's how many times she has heard of this. (laughs) <laughs> um, but 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 it's it's something that I hold dear to my heart.
0: So, yeah. Right. So, Bala, that's really nice. And we have talked about one of the Cs, which has you know comprised maximum part of your MBA journey. There's another C that you have absolutely aced in your time in MBA, and that's competitions. So, you were the national winner for the L'Oréal Brandstorm, and you represented India in Paris for the same. So, how was that experience for you, what did you learn from it, Uh, like how was the whole, you know, journey?
1: It was amazing, it was amazing. I had not, um, it was completely unseen that I would, my team and I, the three of us would end up in Paris to, to give a presentation in front of an entire <laughs> panel of L'Oreal uh, executives uh, amongst 45 countries. I had never thought of that. Um, I think one of the key lessons that I learned was sometimes you don't know what you don't know. Right. Right. So you know, people always say work on your weaknesses, work on things that you want to get better on. But what if you really don't know what it is that you have to get better on? And I think that's that's really the biggest revelation that I had with this experience. I was enthralled by what's out there uh, in terms of the business world, in the corporate world and what what, what it has to offer um, and I also realized that's the real knowledge, right? Sure, you came to a campus for two years to learn the fundamentals of how to be uh, a management personnel, how to uh, learn a thing or two about business, learn a thing or two about how companies operate, how how each of the different disciplines work, but the end goal to some sense is for so you. To go out there and put those skills and knowledge to use. Right. So I, I just wanted to get onto that train as soon as possible and understand what is happening out there, um, how do how do companies work and what what what's the internal workings of these 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 uh, business models and um, we started working. We were we were three of us and uh, there were I think four rounds, campus round regional round, national and then international okay. and at every stage we felt we were underprepared <laughs> and <laughs> and only to be surprised that oh great we cleared this oh great we are done oh great and then well, before you know we were in we were in mumbai and we we were preparing and even the night before our preparation it was crazy for us to realize how we definite. The, there was literally no other feeling than being underprepared that's how we felt <laughs> um, we still went ahead, we had a, we had a few ideas. I, I still felt I was the one who contributed the least <laughs> among those three people. Um, but it felt like we were a bunch of misfits for this competition in, in terms of preparation at least. But we still gave our best. And and yeah, we, we, we went to Paris and again that was the first time I left outside India to another country. I didn't know what to expect. Went there, gave a performance. Um, a few things that stick out are these, right? One is, like I said, you don't know what you don't know. And that, once you go there, that's when you realize uh, the magnanimity of things, that, the scale at which things are happening. Right. Um, like for example, if, if L'Oreal has a brand and a product lineup, the decisions for those product lineup are not, you know, it, it's it's easier to just look at that one small thing that you have, is that, hey, you see this product in a store in India and that's, you form a, form a certain opinion about it. But you don't really think about what are the other brands that this company has? Uh, what are the other products that they may have? How do they think about this? What sort of uh, what set of customers are those products tag, uh, targeted at? You don't think about those things more actively. Right? Sure, you learn about customer segmentation in your MBA. You learn about okay. market segmentation. You learn about Indian markets, international markets. You, you learn all those things. But how do you, do you actively think about it? when you go to your grocery store and you try to purchase a product or a brand, right, maybe, right. maybe not, right? That's, mm-hmm. I think that's what got me very curious. Now, every time I go out there and uh, look for a brand, it, it really got me thinking about brands. It got me thinking about the set of products that they have. And uh, I have started building this weird obsession that I'll try to understand. If, if I if I get to know a brand, I always try to understand the parent company. Because L'Oreal is one of those, one of those uh, companies that have multiple brands under a, it's, it's a house of brands, right? So from that sense, it, it's a its a habit that I've developed. And I like doing that, right? So again, my affiliation to know more about companies, more about the corporate world, that that just got heightened, I think. Yeah. Um, the second thing that I realized or really, uh, that really started was for me, I think Laurel Brandstorm was where it all started. Uh, where, where I started thinking about products specifically or product development as much as L'Oreal, L'Oreal term is positioned as a marketing, uh, marketing competition. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, I don't know what's the current format, but at least back then it was a format about, uh, taking a brand, thinking about a product lineup end to end, um, and then thinking about the 360 degree marketing right so it's product development and product marketing right and here i was i didn't know the first clue of what it is to i haven't i hadn't used any cosmetic brand until then so for me it was like what what, how do i even think about cosmetic brands i don't know so we had to read up so much about it understand how people think about cosmetic brands what matters ingredients matter texture matters and how heavy it is matters and and these taste and preferences might vary drastically depending on which set of customers you're talking about, um, which countries, which geographies you're talking about. So, um, how do you think about these things, right from who, what is the segment of customers, what might they, their need be, what sort of products do you have in your portfolio to do, what is the gap there and how do you think about a product in that gap this entire thinking about and this is essentially what product development and product management is like you want to understand yeah. what the need or the pain point of your customers are and then based on that you want to come up with a product or a feature and that's where it all kickstarted for me uh, the funny thing is it took me it took me six years to fully formulate that that's what i want to be doing 100 percent, which is what i'm doing now mm-hmm. um but i guess that's that's my journey so so yeah i think i think L'Oreal. i owe L'Oreal brand. i owe it to laurel brandstrom for a lot of things to have had a good experience going outside india to to understand uh to understand the to understand and start thinking about certain brands to really be right. hyper for customer need and try to glean what the need of the what is the gap there and then come up with a product or a solution those are all things that I truly treasure and of course uh, the the pleasure of being in Paris and looking at Eiffel Tower and whatnot is is some it's a bonus there so so yeah that's my experience so did you get to see the whole of Paris because I also went to Paris for my summer exchange program during my UG it was a beautiful oh, city oh you did nice amazing <laughs> which uh, which uh, some you said summer exchange program which university uh, it was Ecam it is engineering college it is in, it is has four branches across France Lille Toulouse Paris no, so, no. So I went to Paris and art and I stayed there for nice one and a half months. Amazing, we amazing. A yeah, <laughs> I mean, well, you you got a longer time frame, one and a half months. I got literally just four days. Um, but but no, we we did what we could in four days. It was it was amazing. I knew for sure I wanted to come back to Europe, at least for another trip, which I got another opportunity. Well, two two more opportunities. So um so, yeah, it's definitely a beautiful city.
0: And with that, we come to the end of our first episode with Mr. Muthukrishnan. And I hope all the insights shared by him will be helpful to all of us going ahead in our MBA journeys. Stay tuned for the next episode.